0: hey look what we have found a big sound in a small town far away from the bright lights they're making music every night discover what is all around a big sound Small Town with Sandy Carlton. To the wheel, boy Steady on the curve it beats in rhythm And the mystery remains I'm dead and distracted By the wave among the grave Dreamed of a hummingbird Resting right on through the dawn Every thought of feet Lost in the rain it goes on, hey, hey, Now I'm feeling so close to you now. I bend my back to you, if you don't want to show me how. I'm here for all this grief. Go oh, to keep on, with we fine. So give your dance and to me, we'll step into the night. You can count them if you care to All the years that come around Ain't we seen the best of them Ain't we covered in little ground Played into and all this, No distance could undo Fit may draw the fit. But only time can call the turn Hey hey, I feel so close to you now I've been my back. You don't show me how you're not meant for all this grief, nor to keep all that we find. So give that dance and hear to me, okay. step the sunlight on your doorstep, come and dance the dark away. Hey, hey, now I'm feeling so close to you now. Now, what in my back to if you don't show them how? I'm not meant for all this grief, nor to keep on with fine So, give that day some to me, step into the night. Yeah, give that day hand to me. Step
1: into the night. This is Phil Barker from Town Mountain, a uh, mandolinist, vocalist bus driver accountant etc <laughs>
2: <laughs> be with y'all yeah and this is zach smith the bass player and social media mogul mogul there you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's um uh, that's something we share in common
3: i'm a bass player by force um,
2: oh man that, that... Well, i mean you know i i play other instruments but um you can work a lot more as a bass player you know, that's what my dad said when I first started showing interest in music. He was like, I mean, you can play whatever you want, but he was like, you'll make the most money. Did he really tell you that? He did, yeah. Yeah, he was like, everybody. He's like, everybody can play guitar. Sure. Smart man. And there, and
3: there's yeah. Them. I play guitar, and I play pretty well, but I can be a crappy bass player and still work more <laughs> than I can as a, as a <laughs> it's
2: guitarist. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, t- I tell everybody, like, one of those smoking monkeys can do my job, but... <laughs>
1: I didn't get the same memo about mandolin, apparently. (laughs) You have to play mandolin if you live in Asheville these days. Yeah, this is true. A lot of competition in that field.
3: There, there is a lot of minimum players in Asheville. Yeah. Nowhere else, but, but you know, they're full. Yeah, yeah. You know, go to Charlotte, and you're lucky to find one. <laughs> you know, one, one good one that yeah. can do something other than chop.
2: That's right. Yeah. My
3: dad didn't give me that advice. <laughs>
1: His advice was find a better place to hide your weed.
2: But yeah, but that's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: I can do this podcast.
3: Yeah. Nothing. You know, no rules here. So I can't edit stuff like that.
1: I just assume not, you know? <laughs> so, how's your experience been here? It's been great so far. You know, we just pulled up not having ever been to a faci- this facility, and it's like, where are we? This is like Disneyland for a horse business. It is. I mean, yeah.
3: You know, Bruce Springsteen's uh, daughter shows horses here. Wow. Penny, penny, penny from Big Bang Theory, you know. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice here, yeah.
1: I think I think this horse biz has a little bit of money involved.
3: <laughs> horse people have too much money. Yeah. $18 uh, beers.
1: I'm glad <laughs> you yeah, I
2: mean, Say no more. Say no more. That's that Red Rock's play price play right it. there.
1: Deviants <laughs> hang out for yeah. a weekend. Yeah,
3: exactly. So, um, do you, okay, let's take it back to the beginning. All right. Uh, you can take it. Take it back as a in, individually I mean before town mountain mm-hmm. so you've always been a man one player of what you?
1: uh no, like my first um, I started playing guitar in in high school, you know to try to you know get the attention of of ladies or sure whatever <laughs> why yes. probably ninety percent of guitarists start playing yeah yes. anyway, so I, I got an electric guitar uh for my birthday or for christmas one year and that was like during the height of the grunge oh, movement yeah. so i was learning like pearl jam and nirvana yeah. and like all that stuff and it i remember the moment like when you first play figured out that you can play what you're hearing on the radio yeah. that something clicked to me and i was like that is amazing feeling i want to figure out how to do more of that and i remember being at a buddy's house like Kind of right when the internet came out honestly I'm dating myself a little bit himself, yes. and like I, I found my first guitar tab website yeah. and I sat there I must have sat there for two and a half hours just printing oh, yeah. I had a stack yeah. about yeah. four inches high of just like all these tabs of stuff I wanted to learn and from there man I was just like hooked on having music in my life and it wasn't wasn't until a little bit later um, a buddy of my, of, of mine and, and I were at a a record store in greenville south carolina called horizon records yeah always yeah. Right. yeah yeah back and this was like and this was back when bands would, would do in I mean stores yeah, yeah yeah and so we sat about from distance from me to you which is about two three feet for the radio listeners out there and from the del mccurry band oh
3: yeah and well,
1: this this all of them yeah, this well. was the whole this was the mike bub era yeah mccurry band late 90s like the height of their powers. not that they're not still great, yeah, but they were true. on... Anyway, it blew my mind, yeah. seeing bluegrass music live. Was so that
3: was like, really your first real exposure well, to it, in a, in, a, in a real professional... That was the first
1: time that I was like, I want to play mandolin. Like, I'd heard Olden in the Way, yeah, I had guitar yeah. teachers, sure. like, tell me about that, and Leftover Salmon I'd yeah. seen before, but, like, when you see it in its most purest form, done at the highest level, Yeah. like that... Yeah. I was done, man. I saw Ronnie McCurry play the mandolin, like yeah. a man on fire, and I was like, something about the rhythmic just drive of that instrument was. Sure. Like, I want to yeah. try to do that.
3: It's like a, it's like being a lead drum player. Yeah. I mean, I mean, really, if, if yeah. you think about it, you know, you
1: are the snare drum.
3: You're a snare drum, then all yeah. of a sudden you're the lead player. Yeah, right. Which is which is really really cool. Mm-hmm. And there's one of the purest sounds in all of music to me is a mandolin chop. Oh God. You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean. Because the chop's special. It is, man.
2: You know, nice and oaky sounding, man. I mean, yeah, like, if you don't have it,
3: you're not a mandolin player. I mean, you yeah. know, it's all. Uh, it's essential. It is. Although, although mandolin is a very diverse uh, instrument, you can play just about any style of music on it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that chop, you can play bluegrass.
1: That's true. That's true. You, know, that's that's true. True. you can't soft. play rock and roll either. No, no you
3: can't. You can't, so. About, have you always been a
2: bass player? Well, I, I started as a as a cello player, and I was I was quite terrible. Yeah. And so uh, I think it was either freshman or sophomore year of high school. I was like, this just isn't working. Let me play that big thing in the back that plays less notes. Yeah. And so my, my orchestra teacher let me take one home. And um, my dad's a banjo player, and, and I grew up going to Merle Fest. Yeah. I grew up about 30 minutes from Merle Fest. So um, I knew... I knew what bluegrass was, you know, almost inherently, and so like I took the bass home that night and played with my dad for like two hours, oh, yeah. and I was like, I was like, this is it, man, you know.
3: Yeah. Plus, I, plus, instead of doing what you're doing in the band, you know, it's like, oh no, man, you know, I'm gonna play a root and a five, and here we go, we're gonna make music instead of, you know.
2: Exactly. Uh, yeah, and and so I I stuck with I stuck with. Uh, the bass in orchestra for the rest of my high school career so they'd let me borrow a bass yeah. and then I, and then I, I played some of my first gigs on that high school bass <laughs> nice. yeah hey, yeah <laughs> yeah nah, so yeah I've just I have just always loved that instrument you know I, I mess around on other things but I'm a I'm a bass player for sure well, you
3: know the best bass players I know are bass players They've always been bass players yeah
2: It's funny you said, you know, like you're a bass player by force though yeah. cuz that that's the case a lot of the time. Right. You know, they've had some bass players throughout the years yeah. who who were tremendous guitar players but they were like, "Yeah, I could also play bass." Yeah. And Tom I was they like, They just wanted to come hang." Yeah. <laughs> and they did great on the bass. Yeah, yeah but, but
3: in, my, in my case it's always been, "Hey Sandy, the bass player's quit, you know, uh, can you do it till we get the next bass player in like" Yeah, I mean, we need money. We need to work, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, a Oh, yeah. I, yeah, it's new bass oh, yeah. I know it's like, man, I've been in this band too long because I'm the bass player still. And you were supposed to get one. Yeah. And I used to be the guitar player or the fiddler, You know, and now, now I'm the bass player again. It's like, so time moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when did you guys all, all get together? And how, how did Town Mountain come about?
1: Well, uh, Robert, uh, the guitar player, and Jesse, the banjo player, kind of were the founding kind of members of the band. I was in another band at the time, and uh, their mandolin player bailed on a trip to Colorado, and I was available. I was like, yeah. So yeah. I went out there, played mandolin with them, and, and just like we really just hit it off, you know, hanging out, and music was fun, and, and their mandolin player didn't want to do it anymore, and my band was kind of dissolving, so it was like, yeah. I just jumped jumped on with it, and uh, you know, we've kind of the three of us have kind of been the nucleus since then. That's like two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And I so, like,
3: pretty, pretty while, man. Right on. So it's uh, and it's changed a bit over over the years, you
1: know. Music has to evolve. You, bands have to evolve, you know, to stay, to keep it fresh, and to keep it for for us, man. I, I won't speak to. Every band, because some people find their niche and can just kind of do that thing. But yeah. for us, man, as songwriters, you kind of have to stretch out a little bit yeah. and uh, you got to find new things to write about and new ways to say it. And so well, music goes with it.
3: That's one of the things I really like about what you do is your songs. Yeah. You know, I mean, songs are hard. Yes. A lot of bands are technically proficient in their songs. You know, it's like, I really like this band. I just wish they had some better songs. You totally. know. And then a lot of times in their defense, you know, and I've been in this case, you know, well, we're going to write our own stuff, but then there's a point where maybe you need to seek out,
0: mm-hmm. you
3: know, okay, it's hard to tell somebody they're not that great a songwriter. Right. You know, particularly when you're playing in a band with them, you know. Mm-hmm. I, mean, can't we, I know a guy that's got some good songs, you know. Right, right. But you guys do a good, good job of that. I appreciate which that. Is, which is not always the case.
1: Right. That that's something that's kind of been uh, a point of emphasis from the beginning. Was like, let's we have to have our own material, and let's like really work at it and do stuff that you know we hold ourselves to a higher standard, like songs that we would enjoy listening to. Right. And so it's like, luckily we've uh, you know been able to to dig a few up. So it's yeah, that's always been a focus for us. Oh man,
2: yeah, I was. I was a fan of the band long before I started playing with them, for so, sure. Were you,
3: were you playing with someone else before you
2: played with them? I I was playing with a few a few bands. It was while I was in college, and a band that I had done a record with. We were we opened for uh, Town Mountain, right. and I got business cards printed up specifically for this, um, and, and I gave them. I, I printed a hundred. I probably gave them like seventy-five. <laughs> you know, like I put I put them in the van. You know, and um, and yeah, like a year and a half later, they were needing a bass player, and and one of them had held on to my card, and so that's how I got, that's how I that's got, got the gig. One.
0: That's that's like pretty smart on your part. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah the
2: business <laughs> card, hurt. Yeah. man. I, I was ready to get out of college. That's <laughs> I had some.
3: Yeah, I do understand.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, that's cool. It was very cool, and go
3: to college somewhere in North
2: Carolina. I did. Yeah, I went to my hometown up in Boone. Yeah, in Boone. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, you know about Boone.
1: crazy they're yeah yeah yeah, was I was yeah.
3: To? Uh, but uh, yeah they're, no they're super
1: talent B- yeah. yeah. Billy Constable comes to mind for Billy. me yeah. yeah just the guy who ran around that circle as long sure. as I could remember him. sure he was a good friend I see mm-hmm.
3: that is actually a really uh, rich environment for musicians oh gosh from, from both Eric Church which you know right, we're not going there yeah, so yeah. You know, yeah. But, uh, you know to, all the way to Jason Crackle You know, I mean, Jay Sanders, if y'all know Jay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so rich, rich area musically. Yeah. There, so. I was super fortunate to be able to
2: to to learn from people like Billy. You know, because yeah. they had that they had that jam at Murphy's Bar up yeah. there, right. and uh, yeah, the school base made an appearance there a few times for <laughs> sure. <laughs> But but Billy Billy man he 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 was so supportive and then he was also like hold the E minor on Foggy Mountain Breakdown longer you know and I, and I was, was like a great I was teacher. like he was man He's so he novel. was yeah. yeah Billy.
3: Great guy and one of the uh, yeah yeah I mean, not, not enough people know about Billy no and that's not going to happen unfortunately you know. That's cool that you guys – I would have not thought that. Because I would have thought that maybe y'all were too young to, to miss uh, – uh, No, he he, uh, he
1: was so young at heart, man. We, yeah, he was. He was girl. ready to yeah, – he just wanted to pick, man. Anybody who yeah. was excited to do that yeah. was a friend. He, and he was <laughs>
3: always excited.
1: Always. <laughs> For excited, sure. You know, and some yeah. beagle hound yeah. baying in his car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: that's, true. that's true. So how did Miles wind up with you guys?
1: Well – we met Miles, gosh, we met Miles at uh, Bristol Rhythm and Roots, yeah. probably 2014 or 15. We played right before Sturgill, right before Sturgill exploded or whatever. And, like, They enjoyed our band. We enjoyed their band. And, and,
3: uh, I mean, he's a bluegrass at heart. Oh, at heart, man. He's a Kentucky boy. Yeah, he is a yeah.
1: man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just kind of, kind of kept in touch with him over the years. He played uh, random gigs with us here and there, and luckily, Sturgill kind of took a little hiatus right when we were getting ready to make this record, and so uh, he was on board from the beginning and helped us really craft our new record from the ground up, and was pretty instrumental in it. You know, he's a great musician, and
3: he is. And, and you know, that is uh, well, that is the cool thing too. I mean, drums. You know, yeah, I mean, people. Think there's not drums in bluegrass? Like oh, drugs. you have drums. I mean, yeah. oh, big time. So, so, I mean, what else
1: you want to say? Yeah, <laughs> I
2: mean, yeah exactly. That's yeah. all you have
3: to say about yeah. like, drums in in. It's no bluegrass. Well, I mean, do, do your homework. Yeah, yeah. learn something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so how is the new record? uh It's way different than our last record. Oh, yes, it
0: is.
3: <laughs> <I swear laughs> That's where I was going with it. Yeah,
1: you know, it's just a further, you know, like we were touching on earlier, the songs that kind of came about during this pandemic and just over the last uh, four four years, really, of being a band um, and and the work we put in and the varying levels of success that we'll have on any given night. But, you know, the songs were just kind of weren't really written with bluegrass in mind. And so we still have bluegrass instrumentation technically, but we're going where the songs take us. And and that's not always, uh, that's not in the quote unquote traditional vein. So this is probably the first record where we really just don't have a a song that's like that format. You know, we we still kind of touch on our, we're also influenced by like Louisiana kind of Southern Swing or boogie music, whatever you want to call it, that's always been a big thing for us. You Oh yeah. Yeah, that's soul music right there, man. It is. And so we've got that old, a song with that kind of influence and some, yeah, more singer songwriter focused stuff. Yeah. So it's way different, but you know we couldn't be more excited about it. You know, it's it's a true representation of where we are as artists and as people.
3: Did it? Uh, was it hard to choose the songs for the record? I mean, did you have more records, more songs than you had? space for uh
1: not really and we had maybe one or two but like it's always we've always been able to kind of hone in on what is gonna make
3: before you go in the studio yeah Yeah.
1: we'll have a list and get it we put in a lot of rehearsal time so
3: and economically it makes sense i mean oh yeah you know go uh, go in with 15 or 20 and then it's like we're gonna pay for this time to get exactly to decide before we do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah so it's for a pretty smart decision.
1: Yeah, we, so we got 11 tracks down in and, and four days. And that felt
3: good. Go ahead us. and tell the reader our listeners uh, listeners today. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you guys do this at?
1: Uh, we recorded in this amazing studio yeah. in, in Nashville, Tennessee, right on Music Row. It's called Ronnie's Place, and that's Ronnie as in Ronnie Millsap. Right. Ronnie owned this studio for, for years and years and remodeled it. In the late 70s in it or early 80s and it, and it really hadn't changed since then you know yeah. still got all the yeah. wood paneling yeah, and like yeah. yeah and ronnie cut up most of his number ones in this room and it's got pianos of his in there and it's just got such a and roy orbison owned it before him you know it's history yeah, yeah. Randy travis recorded in there so anyway this is our first time in like a proper Nashville studio, and we were lucky to find a producer that could get us in there and yeah, knew do knew do the room. I
3: want to tell the people who the producer is. Yeah,
1: of course, we do. Justin Justin Ryan Francis. Yeah, okay, that's great. Yeah. he's a great young up and coming producer in Nashville. He does great work. Here. That's great. Yeah, he's a good guy.
3: Future looks bright.
1: We're, we're trying, man. We're out here hustling.
3: Y- y'all are. Y'all playing a lot of dates. I mean. Yeah. Y'all you are know, yeah. out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's no more. I, I guess it's still an Asheville based band, mm-hmm. but uh, you're gone from Asheville a lot. <laughs> you know?
2: Definitely. So, we are, we are. But And next year's looking, looking really fun. Yeah, yeah, that's great. For man. sure. That's the way it's supposed to be. Supposed it is.
3: To be to building, you know, it's come a long way. Yeah, it really has totally, Where you're at now is totally different from where it began. <laughs> you and, and, I mean, as with everybody's work, it's totally better. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. The, I, I, mean I was. A, what made me attracted to you guys was the early records, you know? Mm-hmm. But then I do like the new one, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean it is a departure,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but uh actually is really good. Appreciate that. And, and you don't have to label Jack in the music business. You know, people yeah. want to. They want to, but you know, it, and, and to a degree, I guess, to reach whatever plateau you need to, to yeah, there has to be a bit of that.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, originally they just needed a place to put it in the record store, but yeah. these days it's all digital. It's in the sure,
3: yeah. And I and I guess uh, still some kind of chart deal Yeah, they to sure. it so they can so, give out awards to give you. out an award, <laughs> yeah, which is always befuddle me, you know. Why yeah. does they have to be a best, right? You know, yeah, I mean, music kind of like sex, it's a good, better, and best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's all good, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. I mean, and everybody has one of the things I've learned over the years is no matter how god awful somebody's music is, there's somebody who I love this stuff, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. had these people okay. We'll skip that part. I'll All right. Tell you this, I'll tell you that when we come play here. So y'all still? Do you still write? Are you still? Or do you have time since y'all were working so much?
1: I haven't really had much time this summer, but I'm really looking to refocus later on in the year. Yeah. I'm always, for me, I'm always. It's always going. Yeah. Like I'm always got ideas spinning and lines that I'm writing down for later and right. a phone full of voice memos. But uh, I have one or two probably done, but. It's, it's, it's a slow
3: process. It's it. hard
1: in general, and it keeps getting it is, harder hard. for it me. Does. You keep wanting to write new stuff and dig deeper, and yeah, it's, it, it takes work.
3: It does. It's, uh, if it was easier everybody would do it. You know? that's uh, I appreciate you guys taking the time to come by. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having us.
2: Yeah.